We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back here with the post-game live show presented by Rockham. Big Orlando Magic win tonight, 115-107 to 107 at the Kia Center. Hope you guys are all doing well. Jonathan here. Producer Kevin is out of town on a little uh, business trip, as they say. And then when he gets back, we will be preparing for our trip uh, to Charlotte. We'll be in Charlotte, uh, what is that, Tuesday to watch our Orlando Magic take on the Charlotte Hornets. Really looking forward to that. What's going on, everybody? Hope you guys are doing well. Chat, how are we doing? What a game this was. At least final few minutes were really exciting. The Magic looked to be getting off to a really great start in that first half. Had a, what was that, a 13-point lead uh, with about 2 minutes, 17 seconds to go in the second half before Utah rattles off that 10 to nothing run, uh, make it a two-point game. And then the game was just super back and forth throughout the second half until Jalen Suggs stepped up in those last three or four minutes there. Uh, three huge threes down the stretch for Jalen Suggs. Great game for him. Great game for Paolo Banker. Of course, we will talk about all of that. Want to stop in the chat just really quickly. Got a few super chats. One, uh, shout out to Luis Rosario. Jalen Suggs with the back-to-back-to-back threes to stick the dagger in the hearts of the Utah Jazz. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And shout out to our guy, Ty, Mr. TV. Happy about the win, not about the game. Playoff chase. Let's freaking go, guys. Scrolling through the chat here. A lot of play that song. Let's play that song, baby. Jalen Suggs, shout out to him in the post game. Shouting out Orlando and uh, shouting out play the song for sure. Uh, Santi says, kind of jelly we didn't draft Keontae George, but I hope Jet plays a bigger role next season. I don't want to have a whole Jet Howard conversation right now. It was good to see him in the, the post game, you know, behind Mark Allen, behind Jalen, but... I, much like this season for the Magic, where this season isn't about this season, I feel like the same is true about Jed Howard. The season for Jed Howard is not about this season. It's about the kind of player I think that they're trying to develop him into being. And the amount of effort that they have put into getting him playing time uh, tells me that they they believe in, in Jed Howard. And I've been calling for years 
for NBA teams to utilize the G League like the MLB uses, you know, like the AAA system and the farm system to develop players when they're not quite ready for the NBA. And I, I think, like, if, if Jet Howard turns out to be a longtime pro, like, he could be the, the beginning of, like, the examples of, hey, like, no, play a guy in the G League, give him time to develop. Uh, but I, I think I, I'm not giving up on, on Jet Howard by any means. Seeing a lot of Jalen Suggs love in here. I'm Jovi says, New York losing and hopefully the Heat lose tonight versus the Nuggets. We'll do a lot for the Magic in terms of the standings. We'll talk a little bit about that uh, later on here, and we'll look around the league like you know, we always do. Uh, but yeah, looking around the game, uh, around the league, there are a lot of games, um, you know, that are, uh, or quite a few games, I should say, that are important to the Magic tonight. Continue to go through this here. Uh, Eduardo Sanchez says Jalen Suggs is a shooter. Can we talk about Jalen Suggs for a minute? I know we're going to go through the box score, but 15 points, two rebounds, two assists, one steal, three straight threes in the fourth to help the Magic, you know, get the lead and extend the lead. 21% his rookie season, almost 32% or almost 33%, I think it was last season. And I'm pretty sure Jalen Suggs this season, I'm going to look up the, the stats right now for Jalen. Uh, before this game tonight, so it's probably going to go up a little bit. He came into tonight shooting 38.8% from three. One thing I want to talk about with Jalen is for the next thing with Jalen, I want to see him become like, you know, more of a creator offensively. But let's do one leap at a time, right? Like last year to this year, it's the shooting leap. Next year can be like, he can be more of like a, a third option offensively I'd like to see. Do you believe in Twitter? Uh, do you believe in says Twitter was attacking Suggs and then couldn't stop gushing all over him? Yeah, that happens sometimes. We love Magic Twitter, but uh, myself included, we're an emotional bunch and uh, we wear our, our emotions on our sleeves and we always reserve the right to be wrong and then sort of uh, flip the flip the switch there. Uh, Soul Train says Magic rookies are raw. Both have potential, but need to work hard to reach their potential. I totally agree. Uh, we didn't see you know Anthony Black tonight. Uh, we decided to go you know with some uh, some Caleb Houston in the lineup uh, I- instead. But both of those guys still really high on, on both of those guys. Uh, Only Mello says the Knicks better lose it. That would be awesome. Really, really hope that's the case. Uh, Suggs with the threes when it mattered the most. Absolutely right, Ryan. And then Brandon says Keontae Joe. Keontae George showed more NBA ready point guard skills than Suggs. I, I, that's irrelevant in my opinion, with all due respect. Ricky Garcia says Cole's dunk, the jam hot slam of the week. Ricky, it's the jam hot jam of the week, my guy. But no, I think that dunk from Tuesday, Jalen over Nick Claxton, that's going to be hard. That's going to be a hard one to beat for sure. And another super chat, Luis Rosario here. Cole with the jam, hot chicken, jam of the game. Definitely the jam of the game. I'll give it the the jam of the game. Uh, Maybe not of the week. And then Jeremy Wilcox says, my favorite part of the game was when Jalen was on defense after hitting back-to-back-to-back three, started to hype up the crowd while guarding a guy. That's Jalen Suggs. Always brings the energy. All right, let's go ahead. We're going to talk a little bit about Rockham here. Bring this up here. Rockham is the presenting sponsor of the post game live on Orlando based company, all of their, uh, from their you know, headquarters, their marketing, the design, the uh, production packaging distribution, all of that uh, gets taken care of in central Florida, about 10, 15 minutes from the Kia center. Uh, so not a better partner for us to, to, to partner with. And, um, 
great partner to us, you know, sponsoring these post-game lives all this season. We love them. Great people over there. Great products. Want to show you guys a little bit of their offerings here. Let me pull up that window here. These socks right here, the Play the Song socks that just went on sale a few days ago. To commemorate, play the song. Every time the Magic uh, have, a, have a victory, we always play the song. You know that we do that. You can purchase these socks here. Uh, $19.99, heck of a deal from Rock'em here, rock'emsocks.com. You can use code MAGIC20 at checkout for 20% off your order. Uh, but they don't just have Magic-related stuff. I know they also have these new hyper-optic uh, stuff socks as well. These are incredible. But all, all type of stuff, you name it, Harry Potter, Star Wars, Disney, if you're into you know NFL, MLB, NHL, college as well, they've got everything that you need. So be sure to go over to, uh, to rock'emsocks.com and check out Rock'em and, and use code MAGIC20 for 20% off your order there. All right, guys. Again, talking about this game. It got a little bit out of hand. Uh, again, Magic had that nice lead. Uh, the bench unit came in and did a great job in that second quarter to, to build a lead. Starters came back in, lost focus for just a couple of minutes to end the first half. We're up 13. Uh, go into, um, we're, up, we're up 12, excuse me. Go into the half, just up two. And then this game was pretty back and forth in the third quarter and throughout the start of the fourth quarter. I think the Jazz came back and led by as many as four points. Uh, before really Paolo Bancaro and, and Jalen Suggs uh, got going, knocked down some shots down the stretch, and then over the last couple of minutes there, Jalen Suggs with just the huge back-to-back-to-back threes uh, to be able to seal this game. And then it, it felt like, hey, let's let's get a stop and end this, and they get a steal. Franz Wagner's going the other way for the, the dagger dunk. It wasn't pretty. You'd probably like the Magic to uh, perform just a little bit better in this game. Uh but they came out, end of the day, got the victory. I know producer Kevin's been talking about this um, on these live shows quite a bit. This time of year, you don't want to be too upset about how you get your wins. You just want to get the wins. Uh, you want to continue to make up ground in the standings. Want to get out of that plan. You know, we don't want to be 7, 8, 9, 10. Want to get up to 6, 5, maybe even 4. Mag Magic as it is right now, we're just a game and a half. Out of four, they're tied with Miami and Philadelphia there. Um, you know, 13 games back, each of those three teams. So really, really encouraging stuff out of the Magic. Again, wasn't totally pretty, but down the stretch, they need to make plays. They need to get stops. Utah shooting finally started to cool off a little bit in the last couple of minutes there. They shot the ball really well. And Jalen Suggs, you know, didn't have a, a, a super you know, flashy game, but Last couple of minutes when you needed him, when he was open, when he had good looks, knocked down those looks. And the, the evolution of Jalen Suggs this year has really just been awesome. Uh, E2 says, I was really worried, but man, Jalen stepped up when we needed him. Absolutely. Uh, Brandon, Caleb Houston really coming into his own. I agree. Good minutes out of Caleb Houston tonight in the last couple of games. Uh, Diego uh, Irizarry says, Paolo didn't even shine like crazy, but still got 29 points. This man is crazy. He is, and not only was it 29 points, but it was a super efficient 29 points, a 10 of 16 from the floor. Are you kidding me? Like a really quiet 29 points to Diego's point, uh, but just shows you like Paolo Bancaro having a game of 29, 9, and 6 on 62% shooting is just becoming like a, an every night thing for us. It, it, it's crazy. Noel says, we need to stop giving up big leads. Totally agree. 
JD says uh, says the Knicks are about to lose. We'll take a look at the the scores in in just a moment there. Uh, Michael Lynch, our buddy from Ireland, uh, glad to see that you got home safe there, Michael. Uh, but he says, love me some Mo. Mo Varner was awesome tonight, especially in that first half. And uh, Santi says, New York down by nine versus the Warriors in the fourth to five minutes to go. That's getting pretty close to, to you know, uh, over territory there. And then uh, Jeremiah Kin- uh, Jeremy Quintero says, uh, Gary Harris starting off the game hot for us too. Yeah, Gary Harris had like eight of the Magic's first, like 10 or 11 points, something like that. It was awesome. Kevin Tucker tied our 2022-2023 win, to- win total in February. Let's freaking go. Yeah, I that point was completely lost on me getting ready for the postgame live. Yeah, so the Magic are now 34-26. and 26. They won 34 games all of last season, 22 games to go. The Magic are three wins away from hitting their win total over, uh, which was set at 36.5 games before the season, which I did. Uh, put down a little Betsky, uh, not afraid to admit that, and that is looking like it is going to cash, so really, really looking forward to that. Producer Kevin uh, commenting live from uh, from Denver right now on a little work trip. Producer Kevin, we miss you. We love you. Hope you're having a great time. We'll see you in a couple of days. Looking forward to that. All right, let's go ahead and we'll take a look at the box score now. Let's see. We'll go to the box score. Take a look at Utah. Uh, those guys just shooting the lights out from behind the arc tonight. 16 of 37, 43 points. Did a good job, uh, at least a better job of the Magic, you know, taking care of the basketball. Just 13 turnovers. Typically a high turnover team. I don't know what it is with the Magic, just not really forcing turnovers uh, like we're accustomed to, you know, some of the last you know, handful of games here. But just look at, like, some of these offensive co- contributions. They got 19 out of John Collins. 19 out of Keontae George, 19 out of Colin Sexton, like a lot of these guys. Look at this, 4 of 7 from behind the arc, 2 of 4, 2 of 3, 2 of 4, 3 of 5. That's what was really keeping Utah in the game, that and just some awful turnovers. Like Paolo Bencaro with 6 turnovers tonight, Franz Wagner with 4. You don't want to see that, and a lot of those are like Paolo just leaving his feet, trying to make a, a, a jump pass, and, and Utah just sort of reading that, jumping right into the passing lane and sort of heading the other way. Um, but yeah, Utah just shooting the ball uh, really, really well tonight, helped keep them in the game. Magic did not shoot the ball particularly well from deep in this one, 10 of 30 from behind the arc, but still shot 54.5% from the floor. Franz Wagner, 14 points, three rebounds, six assists, two steals, two blocks. Franz defensively lately has been so good. Like the, you look at the 14 points, and yes, he was you know pretty efficient, 54%. Would have liked to see Franz be a little bit more aggressive offensively. It felt like we needed that uh, at times tonight. Again, with the three ball not really falling, and you needed that equalizer, you know. Utah doesn't shoot the same percent, but because of the turnovers, they have more possessions on the night and knocking down those threes really helped keep them in it. And it felt like we just needed more offensively. And I was looking for Franz to give that to us, but I just want to give props where props are due. Like Franz Varner defensively, like these last five, seven games to me, just looks like he's playing at another level Uh, and two blocks, two steals tonight. Can't be too mad at the way. Uh, he performed again. Paolo Bencaro, 29 points, 10 to 16 from the floor, nine rebounds, six assists, a steal, a block. But the six turnovers, you, you don't want to see that. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr., uh, nine points, five rebounds, one assist. Uh, Would have liked to to get a little bit more out of Wendell tonight. 
Uh, Gary Harris started the game so well. Eight points, I think it was, for him in the, the first quarter. Uh, it hit a big three uh, early in the, the second half when the Magic's offense was sort of struggling. Uh, but 13 points, five of eight for the, from the floor, three of six. Uh, four rebounds, one assist, a steal, a block. And then Jalen Suggs. I think it was like 10 points for him in the, the fourth quarter, if I'm remembering correctly. But 15 points, two rebounds, two, steal, uh, two, rebounds, two assists, a steal, three turnovers, and six personal fouls. I've talked about this ad nauseum at times, it feels like. But no high-level defender that seems to have a really good reputation right now. I think if and when Jalen makes a you know all-defensive team this year, he'll start to get more respect next year. But for a guy that is such a good and skilled defender as he is and competes as hard as he does and plays with the level of physicality that he does. I don't know that there's any perimeter defender in the league that gets a worse whistle than Jalen Suggs. That fifth foul where he stepped underneath Keontae George can't have that happen, but there are at least two or three other whistles that Jalen got tonight that I just thought were, were ridiculous. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondering. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f***ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Caleb Houston, just three points tonight. You know Caleb comes in, one of four from the floor, one of four from behind the arc. Um, but the just the attention that defenses are, are having to shade in his direction when he's on the floor um, just helps open spacing for other guys. But he had two rebounds and an assist, two blocks as well. Uh, he had that block on the lob uh, to John Collins where John Collins was just trying to get it up. He read that really well. I thought that was really impressive, probably Caleb's best play of the night. And then Mo Wagner, especially in that first half, I'm pretty sure he had a double-double at half. Uh, 14 rebounds, 10, uh, I'm sorry, 14 points, 10 rebounds, 6 of 7 from the floor. 
couple of really nice dunks from Mo and Franz tonight. Uh, Taylor Hendricks, the, the victim of a couple of those, and then added an assist and a steal as well. Mo Wagner is able to come in and, and give you that offensive punch, that scoring punch off the bench. Just awesome. Markel Fultz tonight, 18 minutes. We talked about this on the pod. Not really sure what's going on with the point guard situation with Markel. You know, he's not starting. He's not closing. Uh, 18 you know, minutes tonight in a game where you don't see Anthony Black. Uh, but seven points, three rebounds, three assists, two steals. Had some big free throws late in this game, though. Cole Anthony, nine points, seven boards. Like, Cole was really, really good. Uh, you know, crashing the glass, crashing the offensive glass tonight. Added four assists and a steal. Just four of nine from the floor, nine points. You would like to see Cole, you know, get a few more shot attempts and um, really just needs to be like that spark plug off the bench for this Magic offense. And it's just not quite there. It's like we're seeing flashes of Cole have, you know, good offensive outputs and then he'll have not such a good game. Tonight wasn't bad by any means, uh, but it just feels like we need a little bit more from Cole offensively off the bench. And then uh, Old Man Joe, uh, 14 minutes, uh, five points tonight, two assists. One of two from behind the arc. And that that three that he took in the first half, uh, I think it was late in the first half, was a deep one. Uh, but love to see that out of, out of Joe Ingles. Let's go ahead and just take a quick look at the summary of this game. See if anything really uh, jumps out us. 56 points in the paint for the Magic. That is, that's where you want them to be. Really, really important. They had that 13-point lead. Um, you know, early in the you know, early in the game, you know, in the, in the first half, couldn't quite hang on to that, and just made this uh, game you know a lot tougher. And Utah, 25 points off of those uh, 15 Magic turnovers, got to cut down on those. At, you know, at some point, that's you know we've seen it hurt this team at points all throughout the season, um, but especially as we get into the playoffs, you know, that's going to have the opportunity to to really hurt this team here. Uh, going back to the the chat here. Uh, let's see. Need the next three. Uh, Stephen Long says nine and three for the month of February. Not bad at all. Obviously missing a big chunk, big chunk of the month of February. Uh, but to go nine and three, certainly uh, not not a bad uh, a month there. Luke says currently the five, six, seven, and eight seeds in the East are tied. That's absolutely crazy. That's a good prompt. Let's go ahead and look uh, at some of the scores around the league. So 47 seconds ago, Warriors have a 10-point lead over the Knicks. Uh, so the Knicks are going to fall to 35 and 25. Let's see, Thunder, uh, Spurs, they're coming out of halftime. We don't really care about that. Uh, Suns up early on the Rockets. This is what we're looking at here tonight, folks. Tip-off is going to be in about uh, 15 minutes or so. Tip-off is set for 10, but we know these NBA games never really start on time. Uh, but Heat... In Denver, that is going to be a big game. Uh, we're rooting for the the Nuggets uh, in that one, obviously. Let's go ahead and take a look at the standings. So New York here about to go to 35 and 25 on the season. So they're going to be uh, one game ahead of the Magic. Magic are going to be, oh man, so close uh, being able to, to get up to four if you're able to to get some of these next few games here. We'll go ahead and, and take a look at the, the Magic schedule coming up in, in just a couple of minutes. But we talked about this on the pod. Like, oh, it is so crazy that we're going into March tomorrow and that four seed is, is I don't even want to say it within arm's reach. It's like you could have T-Rex arms and just reach out and and grab that. I hope this is a, a good visual for you all. You can just reach out and grab that four seed, man, with a, a few more wins here, it feels like. 
New York uh, three and seven now in their their last ten. Uh, Miami, obviously, their rolling would be awesome for uh, Denver to put an end to the little streak that they're on tonight. Philadelphia, they're three and seven in their last ten. Losers of two in a row. Magic are now putting some wins together and still have a favorable stretch of games coming up. Like you would really, really like to see that. So, ah, oh man, let's go ahead. Let's take a look at the the Magic's uh, next few games here. Let me go ahead and, and and pull this up. Go to our schedule. Scroll down just a little bit here. Look at this, guys. Sunday, you've got this. You know, Detroit coming into town. Detroit, Charlotte, Washington, New York, who's been struggling. Indiana, who you've played really, really well this year. Brooklyn, that you just beat the snot out of. Toronto, another team that you've played well this year. You've got them twice. And then you've got Charlotte again. That's how many. Let's count with me, folks. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's like nine games. The next nine games, like you would have a strong argument to pick the Magic. And each one of those games, like, just keep just keep winning. Is that so much to ask, guys? Just keep winning games. The Magic are now, what is it, 7-3 and three in their last 10. I think we've won, like, 11 or 12 out of our last 15, something like that, like, heading back to uh, before the All-Star break. Like, we, we could be in the middle of March, folks, sitting at the fourth seed in the Eastern Conference. None of us would have said that going back to October or, or September before the season. When we take a look at a game like tonight, yes, it was frustrating at times. The Magic, Utah, first half, we were te- texting about this, did not look like that team wanted to be in Orlando whatsoever. They've still got to go to Miami before they have a chance to go home. But you've got that team down 13 points, two minutes to go in the first half. If you can extend that to 17 or maybe even 20 points before the half, Utah might just be sitting in that locker room at half like, y'all, let's just get healthy and get out of here and head to Miami. But you let them go on that run before the half, and they get a little bit of confidence, and then you really don't put them away in that third quarter. You let them stay in it. Then they go into the fourth. They're like, hey, we're here. We might as well try to go out and win this game anyway. So, yes, this team can be frustrating and upsetting at times. Looking back to last Sunday, that loss to Atlanta obviously really sucked. Because it felt like you had a, a big opportunity. Like you win that game, the Magic are in the middle of a six-game win streak right now. But now they're in you know two-game win streak. Um, but putting all of that aside, like yes, this team can be frustrating sometimes. But look at the context when you just step back and look at the bigger picture. Even after a loss like Atlanta, you're still sitting there at 32 and 26. And then okay, well we have two winnable games coming up or three winnable games coming up at home. If we can get those, like we'll be right there for the fourth seed. It's so crazy to think about where we were, you know, what is that, four or five months ago? Nobody would have ever expected the Magic to be one game out of the fourth seed, you know, at the beginning of March. So we've got a lot to celebrate, folks, a lot to be excited for. Um, yeah, I'm just so pumped up about this team right now. Another opportunity to get a win on Sunday. Obviously played Detroit really, really tough in the last game. Would like the Magic to to see that, hey, we had Utah dead to rights. We should have blown out Detroit the other night. Look at the way that we played against Brooklyn. Let's take all of that and let's go into Sunday and just take care of business. I don't want to see a close game. I would really like to see another blowout Sunday night uh, against Detroit there. 
All right, let's go ahead and uh, take a look back at the chat here. We'll talk for a, a few more minutes here before we go ahead and, and close this one out. Um, yeah, Joe Penelvert says, need the, the next three. Absolutely agree with that. Kevin Tucker uh, redacted or retracted uh, a message that he sent, so I don't know what that says. Uh, Michael Lynch says, 120 Magic Maniacs here. Hit that like button. Absolutely hit that like button. If this is your first time following uh, or finding the, the show, the post-game live show here, my name is Jonathan Osborne. I'm one of the hosts of the six-man show here. Usually our producer, Kevin Tucker, hosts these post-game lives. He's out tonight, so I am subbing in here. Uh, but we do these after every single Magic game, uh, and we record podcasts and release those every what, – what, when do we record – record and release podcast y'all every Monday and Thursday so if you're here you're looking for more Orlando Magic content go ahead like this video subscribe to this channel follow us all over social media obviously uh, for all things Magic Basketball and for you all that are here viewing go ahead and smash that like button if you haven't done that already uh, one thing that our videos could do a little bit better of a job with uh, is engagement so just more comments um, more likes all that stuff helps the algorithm helps other Magic and NBA fans find our channel. So please go ahead and smash that like button there. Uh, Kevin Tucker said, next Friday's game in New York is huge. Absolutely huge, Kevin. Uh, man, and again, if, if we can get that win, you know, Sunday and then Tuesday in Charlotte, taking a look at the schedule, then we're at Washington. That feels like, you know, that should be... A, Oh my gosh, I'm looking at Charlotte and Washington. ESPN says tickets as low as 7 and $9. Good grief. Uh, but yeah, if you're able to get the next few wins here, man, like you're probably going into that Friday game against New York, possibly for the four seed. Like that could be such a massive game, man. Uh, Christy says these experiencing close games will be valuable come playoff time. I totally agree with that. Completely agree with that. But certain teams you shouldn't really be in close games with, especially when you have the opportunity. That's the next step for this team, right? Is when you have a team like dead to rights, you've got your foot on their throat. You just got to go pedal to the metal. Like you cannot let up and let these teams get back in the game. We saw that with Detroit. Like the longer that that game went on, the more confident Detroit got tonight. The longer that game went on, even though Utah didn't want to be there, the longer that game went on, the more confident they got, the more shots they knocked down. Threes were not stopping. And uh, yeah, without you know, Jalen Suggs hitting big shots, that game probably comes down to the wire here. Everett Martell says the two seed is within reach, honestly. So the Magic are five games back right now of the two seed. I just don't see them getting there. Mathematically, I understand what you're saying. When you look at the schedule, it's not impossible. You know, the Magic have a very favorable schedule the next 22 games here. Still a really you know, good amount of those games are going to be at home. But man, like I just, I, I can't let myself believe that. If we get to four and we're on some kind of hot streak and then all of a sudden we're one or two games out of two and three, maybe I'll let myself get there, but I'm, I'm not quite ready to do that. Meh with the super chat says, let's go Nuggets. Let's go Nuggets. Like that's where I'm at right now. I was there all June, all June last year rooting for the Nuggets. Obviously, you know, those the Heat got one of those games in the finals, but I wanted like almost as not maybe not almost as bad, but like 50% as bad as a Magic title. I wanted the Nuggets just to beat the Heat so they didn't have a, another title there. Joseph Chubb says, Stoked to see you in Charlotte next week. Yeah, Joseph Chubb is going to be in the same section with us 
uh, at Spectrum Center on Tuesday uh, against the Charlotte Hornets. If you're gonna, if you're in Charlotte, you're gonna be at that game. Uh, we're gonna do some kind of meetup at halftime. So if you're a Magic fan, you're going to the Charlotte game on Tuesday. Uh, go ahead and follow all of our social media accounts. Uh, we'll be sure. Probably Twitter. Twitter honestly is the best place for like timely updates like that. Um, we'll we'll try to update like the Instagram and Facebook as well. Uh, the stories uh, where we're gonna meet. But if you're going to be at the game uh, Tuesday in Charlotte, uh, we're going to be there. And then myself, Kevin, Luke, will be uh, hosting and recording the post-game live show uh, from our you know hotel um, after that game in Charlotte. So that's going to be a lot of fun. When is ne- Ben's next post-game? Louis Rosario is asking. Let me go ahead and pull up the calendar for you really quick, Louis. I know it is not that far. So we just had the one against the Nets. His next one is going to be the 13th, March 13th, when the Magic take on the Nets at home. Uh, Thanks, Praises says, playoff bound. Absolutely. And he also says, the resurgence of Cole and Caleb has been beautiful to see. I just need a little bit more out of Cole. Cole's been a lot better lately, but just need a little, little bit more. Scott's Weekend Sports says, as a UCF fan and Magic fan, perfect night. Hendricks played well and the Magic win. He was the victim of a of a of a couple of dunks there. And then five oh eight four nine zero says, I get to Bradenton on Sunday hoping to go to a few games in Orlando. That's awesome. Uh, never a, a bad time to, to go to Magic Games in Orlando, folks. So all right. Um chat is uh is dying down a little bit. Went through that as as much as we could. So we're gonna go ahead and, and start to uh to wrap this one up here, folks. Um yeah, big magic win tonight. Like, so proud of the way that these guys have been fighting, continue to fight all year long. Jalen Suggs with the huge game. Big threes towards the end of the stretch here, folks. Uh, be ready. We're going to have a, another uh, game on Sunday against Detroit. I think Luke, if I'm not mistaken, I might be wrong. I think he's hosting the post game live. Uh, but, yeah, folks, that's going to do it for this one. Uh, we'll see you guys soon. Let's go, Magic. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.